Hey guys, welcome to the Job Talks podcast, the podcast that helps you find your way in life. I'm your host Romain and today we're gonna have a little special. Uh, I'm not gonna do an interview and do a podcast as usual. Uh, I'm just gonna let Linda uh, actually do the podcast today. Uh, she's going in to interview uh, two of her previous candidates. Uh, so that's uh, two candidates that went, two Danish ones actually, that went to Dublin. So they're gonna talk all about how they got the job, how they went there, uh, what's happening and how it is in Dublin during this pandemic. Uh, uh, yeah, during these hard times. Um, but yeah, you're going to have all this information. It's kind of a different one. Uh, we're going to try to uh, emulate and have a lot of more uh, candidate stories. So that's going to be that. And that's the first one. And I hope you guys enjoy. And if you do, uh, leave us a review or a comment. All right. Enjoy this one. So tonight I'm here with Vincent and Daniel. Uh, they are both from Denmark and they recently moved to Dublin in Ireland. Um, so hi guys, thanks for being with me tonight. Hello, thank Hello. you for having us. <laughs> guys, I want to ask you first, when did you arrive in Dublin and, uh, you know, how has it been so far? How long have you been there? Um, we have been here for two weeks now um, and it's been absolutely lovely so far. Um, but there's a lockdown here in Dublin, uh, just uh, like in Denmark. Um, so we, we can't experience so much right now and see so many things. But, uh, but so far, uh, it's been a nice experience. And the people here are really amazing. That's good to hear. So you mentioned lockdown is in Denmark, just for all the ones who doesn't know how it is in Denmark. Are you guys allowed to go out or, you know, what is, what is the deal there? A little bit more strict here in Ireland because they have uh, they have security guards at at the default grocery stores to keep uh, the right amount of people inside. But you have full access, full availability to go outside and get your groceries, take a walk if you want to. All right, that's good. So you... there, there is just uh, another rule here in Ireland. In Denmark, you can travel as far as you want, but uh, here in Ireland, you can only travel uh, five kilometers uh, from your home address. Okay, all right. So you but guys are we actually didn't know that. So you guys are new to the town. You have to keep your 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 the amount, right amount of distance from where you're staying. Yeah, okay. exactly. So it's about but, not. Uh, we didn't know that. Uh, the other day we actually drove. Uh, we went to Wicklow Mountain. Yeah, because we wanted to see the power score waterfall and Lost Bay Lake, but it was all closed due to COVID for some reason. But when we got got back to this uh, student accommodation that we're living in, they actually told us, some of the residents, that it's not allowed to travel more than five kilometers from your home address. Oh, well, you guys don't have a home address there yet. So can we just trick that? Like you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess. We're just living in Ireland. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. All right. No, but that's. Uh, some, something like that is always good to know, and I feel like these days, uh, the, well, the restrictions and everything, it changes from, from week to week. So, yeah, it's about staying a bit updated. Yeah. All right. And now we're talking about COVID and everything. Like, we're in the middle of a pandemic, and you guys uh, just uh, was up for moving to another country. How was that, and how has that been? Like, do you feel it, it would have been different if there's been no COVID? It would have been 100 times more easier if there were no COVID. Yeah, because we had to get tests to 
get on the plane. We had to be a negative because we needed uh, the normal test and the quick test uh, negative to get on the plane from uh, Denmark, Amsterdam, and then to Dublin. So it definitely would have been easier if uh, COVID hadn't been here, but um, actually it hasn't been so bad, it, ha- it has been okay. Um, but yeah, definitely, if COVID wasn't here, it would have been easier. Yeah, all right. Yeah, well, it would have been more fun to arrive to, like, going out to pubs and... Yeah, and that's yeah. one thing we're looking forward to when the restrictions ease up, that we maybe we will be able to go to a pub. Yeah, I heard that somewhere they were talking about in England that they would might open pubs, but they would not be allowed to serve alcohol. Can you imagine being in a pub and not drinking beer? <laughs> That would be a little bit weird. <laughs> yeah, it would. It would. All right. So coming back to 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 like the beginning, I mean, how did you guys get the idea of going abroad? Um, actually, I, I haven't thought about it. Um, I just got a text message about if I wanted to work in in another country uh, to try it out. And uh, at that moment, uh, I, I had been I had been uh, un- unemployed for like two months because of COVID, um, and I was like, yes, let's try it, let's try it. Yeah, I've I've never had a full time job like this. So he just wrote to me one day, hey, want to go to Dublin? Or so like, I, I was really confused at that point because it's written before, but he didn't mean it. You know? But the fact that we we went to Dublin here is. It's a whole new experience. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. In what way do you think, like, you know, you're going there? How long have you planned on staying? Do you have any ideas of what's going to happen? Like, it all sounds very spontaneous from, from, from the idea of going and everything, jumping on a COVID test and then jumping on a plane. But do you have any ideas about this or are you just going along? Uh... I guess for now uh, our plan is uh, half a year, but uh, but we actually don't know at this moment. Um, I, I think I, I would stay for for a, mo- a year or two years or something like that, um, but but I can't tell it at this point. Um, so for now it's just uh, the half half year. My initial plan was to just work here for half a year and then go back to Denmark to study at the university if uh, things might change. Exactly. What did you tell your parents or your friends when you're going? Because it's like, guys, see you. <laughs> I just told them, um, yeah, guys, uh, yeah, I'm moving to Dublin for half a year. Uh, <laughs> My parents didn't believe me the first three no, days. No, mine neither. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, mom, I may or may not be going to Dublin in the next few weeks. Just like, few, yeah, few sure. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> then a couple of days went by and I actually got the job and I got the ticket and then she was like, you're actually going to Dublin. What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I think, yeah, no, I think most, I remember the first time I told my dad I was moving abroad and he was like, yeah, sure. Like, kind of holiday, you're coming back in two weeks. And then two months, three months, a year went by and he was like, oh, so, yeah, okay, you're living abroad now, okay. It took him a long time. I guess he was a bit slower. Um, <laughs> so, guys, uh, now you've been through it. You applied for the job. Um, you're there now. Uh, you know, what's the next step? We talked briefly about finding a flat there. 
So where are you at this moment and what is the next step of like settling in and in, in Dublin? Um, the next step is definitely finding a place yeah. to live because definitely. we need to find a place that's reasonable in pricing. Yeah, because we live at a student accommodation right now and uh, it's really, really pricey here in Dublin. Um, but but we can find our own apartment and uh, save like at least 30% uh, of, the, of the lease or something like that. All right. So that is definitely our next step. All right, good, good. And so far, like, are you working from an office at the moment? Or are you working from home? We're working from the actual student accommodation right now. Because yeah. The office is closed due to COVID, but we might go into office when restrictions ease up. Yeah. So we are actually working from uh, where we're sitting right now. Yeah. All right. So it's a working spot you're skyping out from. That's great. Have you met yeah. any of the other guys yet? Working in the company? Yeah, we have met. Uh, we've met a few people from the actual company. There's a lot of uh, Danish residents here. Who's working for IBM right now. And um, nice people. Very nice to talk to. All of them are. Um, um, what's it called? Happy to see us. Happy to engage in conversation. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Just nice people. Nice people. I guess. I guess all of them have been new at some point, so they know it's nice to be greeted nicely. Yeah, uh, the, our primary contact, our team assistant leader, he came here in October or yeah. September. October. He's been here a few months and he's already a team leader, but he engages with us and we engage with, with uh, all the other. He's the guy we've been talking uh, the most to. Okay, oh, but that's good. It's always nice to have a good team leader. Yeah, <laughs> he's a nice guy. <laughs> that's good. So guys. Now you packed up in a rough. Can you give a few tips on what to put in a suitcase when you're moving to Dublin? Is there something that came as a surprise? Did you forget something or did you were you on top of your game? If you're going to Dublin, you definitely want to bring some boots because the, yep. the terrain here is amazing. Uh, earlier in the podcast, we talked about that we uh, we drove out to Wicklow Mountain, which was kind of a mistake, but also amazing because we went there and sneaked <laughs> sweatpants and whatnot, but there were like 30 centimeters, 50 centimeters of snow up in the mountains. Oh. You have, you have to bring some shoes, uh, you from, uh, some, yeah, some proper boots if you're going to Dublin and if you want to explore the nature, uh, because you cannot do it in sneakers. No. <laughs> so, and, um, so our night of bed were completely soaked. So boots, yeah. thing? And, and uh, very, um Converters for the uh, oh yeah they have some weird plugs in, yeah uh, here in Dublin yeah. Yeah. Ireland yeah they don't have the normal European ones they have the three English fish yeah. ones yeah the three yeah. exactly yeah um, yeah but they're not round as ours they're uh, square yeah exactly yeah no that's true that's true and what about like degrees i know right now we are like i think all of europe it's colder now that it's been for the last 10 years but how is the weather in dublin how what do you uh, the weather is actually uh, decent in in the city um right now it's about seven degrees um in the daytime it was, i think it was 13 degrees the other day yeah it's it's, it's usually uh, like five to ten degrees and um the highest we have experienced was 13 degrees and that was really nice that was yesterday i think yeah but when we went to the mountain it was zero degrees yeah yeah and a lot of snow <laughs> okay but again but we have no we had no idea of that 
But again, coming from Scandinavia, I guess it's not too big of a difference than the positive thing. Oh, no, no, no. And snow. The only, um, it's actually pretty similar, but the terrain is very different because they got mountains here. And like the highest point we got in Denmark is what, 150 meters? Yeah. <laughs> the highest point they got here in Ireland is over a kilometer. Yeah. All right. It, but it's also a lot warmer here in Ireland, so that's very nice. Yeah, no, that's good. So you moved to Dublin, which in my mind is like a big city, but you keep talking about nature and everything. Can you guys describe the city, the feel of the city in general? Yeah, the city is actually very, very small. Um, you can walk. I wouldn't say small. I would say it's compact. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's compact. very compact. It's compact like Copenhagen, but but you can you can walk from uh, one point, uh, one side of Dublin to the other side in like forty-five minutes or something like that. And uh, when we drove, drove to the mountains, uh, we only drove for 40 about 40 minutes and um, then we were uh, a whole other place. Um, so, yeah, it's not like a large city, but it feels large when you're in it because, yeah, like Vincent said, it's very compact. All right. Okay. So a, a different feel and lots of nature around, I hear. Yeah. There yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't have to drive far to get out to nature. No, 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 not at all. All right. That sounds lovely, though. Um, guys, just to take the, the temperature right now, are you happy you did the move? Uh, sorry? Are you, are you happy you did the move? Like, are you happy that you moved to Dublin and took the step? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Very, very great. What was... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> what was your biggest concerns? Was there something, you know, you always have something that you might be worried about or did you have any major concerns and how did it turn out? If so. I actually, this is the first time in my life that I've actually moved out. I mean, I was away for four months when I was enlisted in the, in the Danish military, but um, right now I'm actually living in another country and, and I'm not going home for at least half a year. And I've lived with my parents my whole life. So it's a very, very, very new um, experience. And, and you, Daniel? Yeah. Um, I, I wasn't actually concerned about anything um, at all. I was just excited, <laughs> to be honest. All right. All right. No, that's good. I mean, sometimes, you know, you go, you, you have these, always when I go to a new place, you know, I, I always have this, uh, like, imagination about on how life should be and in that there are always some worries that comes and i tend to overthink a lot sometimes maybe it's good to be that fast and just you know go for it yeah i think we were definitely like that i mean he taught <laughs> me to be spontaneous yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah well sometimes that benefits a lot you don't actually and i remember you guys like Vincent, I think you had to have a new passport really fast, and there was like a lot yeah. of things, you know. Um, what were the things you had to prepare in order to get this job? Just to give other people an idea of, you know, you guys did it fast, but what is the what are the steps? Well, first of all, we had to was, uh, we had an interview after we we uh, sent out our um, our CV and um, application. And we got the interview, and then they um, they got back to us with with a lot of documents. Like we had, we had to sign a contract, and we had to read through 
a ton of pages of <laughs> security and rules and stuff and whatnot that IBM has. And it's been so fast, so it's a lot missing from my mind yeah. right now. But uh, when you are at the final interview, um, you are with at least um, three other um, guys. Yeah. I was interviewed by two people. And yeah, I was, I was by, no, only two? Yeah, I only okay. had two. Yeah. Yeah, but I was uh, by three guys. So at first I was actually very freaked out because I, was, I have never been at an interview with three three people. Um, so a good tip would definitely be to just um, be prepared for that and stay calm uh, the whole time. And um, yeah, I think the best tip is actually just to stay calm uh, even though you are being interviewed by three guys. It, um, it sounds weird, but I actually got very freaked out by, by the fact that it was three guys. It can be really intimidating, and then at the same time, yeah, like, yeah, this exactly. is also uh, online. You know, you, you couldn't see the people in front of you; they were on a screen. Yeah, it was a bit different with the uh, with the video uh, interview, but it, it worked out pretty well. Yeah, it was fine. All right, that's good. And uh, I haven't tried it before. <laughs> no, no, no. It's and three people. That is a lot to sit and 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 judge you because that's basically how you feel, right? You know. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Now we were talking about that. Was there anything you remembered that they were asking you in the interview where you think, okay, maybe I should have answered different, or wow, they put a lot of weight to this question, or other people should definitely be thinking about this and this when they go into the interview. I mean, this is. This is IBM, so you definitely need to know your computer. Yeah. Like um, they were on a lot about uh, about problem solving and how you think to solve a problem, or um, finding a problem instead of just jumping to a conclusion. It's just a, a lot of uh, troubleshooting. Um, they asked like eighty percent of their questions was like a troubleshooting question, and. Yeah. That, yeah. And how you how you see and define the problem so you can solve it. Okay. So it's not maybe as, you know, only technical questions they will ask you. They will more ask you, like, how are you thinking? You know, are, are your mindset right for this? Yeah, also about that. It wasn't only technical questions of problem solving and whatever's happening, but it was also more like, um, how would you feel if a customer got angry or a uh, customer got angry with you or took it to a personal level if you didn't... Uh, do what they wanted how would we feel how would we react yeah all right oh that's uh that's just good to know you know because uh, as you said daniel being surprised about three people and then also uh, don't knowing what they will ask you that can be that can be pretty pretty scary and obviously when you first reach that step you also really hope to get the job because before that you've been at some steps you send your english cv you might have set up your your passport so you're ready to go uh so at, at that step you kind of want the job so it's yeah it's it's yeah, exactly oh and you also have to be prepared for um, the interview went on for around uh, an hour i think um i think yeah. mine was around 40 minutes. yeah yeah uh, 40 minutes 50 minutes an hour something like that um but uh, for like the first 10 minutes um i was really really nervous uh, but then i just told myself to to be calm and um and after that it actually went really good that i think that's why i got it yeah yeah i guess so. <laughs> 10 minutes introductions and, uh, and yeah. whatnot that's the most intimidating part 
when they start asking all the uh, interview questions, it's just more like a conversation yeah. going on. Definitely. Now you guys, like we're speaking English to each other right now. We're all from Denmark, so that's that's a bit strange. How was it doing all these interviews and everything in in English? Oh, it yeah. was very fun actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, the first ten minutes or so, they they were talking to me in Danish, uh, basically explaining things and how we were gonna do this. And then then he was like, "Oh, I forgot. Um, can we maybe do this in English? Because this is an international business." <laughs> I was like. Yeah, sure. I mean, why not? All right. It was a little bit weird, but and unexpected, but it went went fine. We actually only spoke Danish for I think five minutes uh, at the beginning, and then it was like uh, the rest of the interview was uh, in English because you speak English when you're working here, and um, and I, actually i thought it was funny it was it was fun to try uh, i haven't tried an interview in english before so um, it was actually very uh, very fun to try yeah oh it's always a bit different and i could imagine when you're already a bit nervous then being asked oh can you just uh do it in english as well it's like a, a, a top of of the yeah. <laughs> you know yeah it, at, at first it was um we are very good at english in denmark generally but it still comes as a surprise if a Danish person asks you to do an interview in English. Yeah, it really does. And I always tend to, uh, when I know the other person is Danish, I'm not actually concentrating that bad in my, like, that much in my English. I'm like, well, I can just switch in a word in Danish and, you know, it's a, like, so. <laughs> I did the exact same thing when I was having the interview. So. Yeah, well, no, it's, uh, you guys turned out well. You're already in Dublin, so uh, you must have done good. I have, yeah. um, sorry guys, I just have uh, one thing that I was like really, I really want to know myself as well because I think, it, you know, it's, it's, it, it differs a little bit from place to place that we hire us. How is the training, you know, now obviously maybe it's online, you're not together with everyone. Could you maybe um, tell us a little bit about how that's been going on? What happened when you arrived and when you started? Um, the training here has actually been very, very good. We are actually still in the training period right now. Uh, when we arrived, um, we waited. We started out waiting on yeah. our computers. Yeah, we, we waited. We waited for one or two days uh, to get our computers. And uh, when we were at the computers, um, there were a lot of um, activity sheets um, and just a lot of reading because uh, you have to learn a lot of stuff to do this job. Um, and afterwards, we have just. Uh, which we're still doing. They've been shadowing people, so um, so just our co-workers, uh, we're watching their screen and um, hearing their calls when they're talking to customers. Um, and we have to do that for about maybe well, a week, one yeah, maybe more. more. Yeah. So okay. just just to see how they do it and how they talk to the customers. So um, we the training here is very very good, and then um, you you don't just start at the job and don't know what you're doing. So I'm very happy with that. Oh, that sounds good. So they really yeah, also. Yeah, you go ahead, Vincent. So um, I talked to some uh, like the one non-shadowing. He said that when you're done with the with the job, you're not on your own. You have this huge um, forum or um, chat group that you can talk to if you have any problems at all. Like we're one big family, as you can say, doing this job, helping each other. Oh, that's good. That gives a really good team team environment, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
I, I would imagine like normally you would probably be in bigger groups and you would be at the office in sometimes they do it like in front of computers one person is talking you're sitting listening you're trying something out so that, right now you guys like waiting for the computer you're definitely not the only location where that has happened these days because delivery with covid and figuring out where people are placed exactly. Every, yeah. everything takes <laughs> yeah. a lot longer yeah no so it's cool that you guys uh patience and then i guess it's it's coming along yeah you have to be very patient <laughs> one so this was a bit about your start you guys went over there as uh as a couple of friends how has that been traveling together starting this new adventure together it's been awesome we've known each other for a long time now and we we've actually never traveled like this before ever so it's a new experience, but it's still with my best friend. So it's really great to have someone you know like that. Could you yeah. guys? Yeah, I would say the same thing. <laughs> Could you guys have imagined doing it by yourself? Uh, at first, I, I was uh, planning on doing it myself. Um, so I, I think so, but I felt much more confident and ready to, to do it uh, when Vincent told me he was up for it and. It has just made the whole thing a lot easier and a lot more fun. Uh, we have really been having a nice time together um, at work, and after work and, and stuff like that. So um, that has been um, uh, amazing. Could you guys give me an example of something you experienced the last two weeks in Dublin where you maybe thought, oh, it's, it's really great I have you with me. Like, have you been up to something there? He's good at being persistent when you really need something from someone. Like we had a problem with with the water here; it smelled really bad, and I was not good at talking to people and being intimidating, you know. But but he's just like intimidating. Do this, talk to them like this, and it'll it'll be fine. Uh, it's it's funny how you also think like yeah. Go ahead, sorry. Uh, when um, we both have the same interests. Um, like uh, walking in the nature and stuff like that. So um, we uh, really, really fast found the Wicklow Mountains, and um, it was nice to just have a buddy beside you who uh, wanted to go to the same place uh, as I did. So uh, I'm very, very happy I had uh, Vincent with me because, um, but yeah, we could just do it. I didn't have to wait to meet uh, some new people uh, who wanted to do the same thing. So yeah, we just rented a car and took off, and uh, that was amazing. Good. So you rented a car, so you're driving in the opposite side of the street. Oh yeah, that ah, was yeah, that oh, was strange. That was so very weird. strange. I have never tried it before. Uh, at first, I was really, really scared. <laughs> but uh, after after like ten or fifteen minutes, it was actually okay. But we at were, first, we were this close to fighting about who had to take the first drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I done it myself. I lived in Malta for the last five years. And uh, fun fact, I have a Maltese driver license because my Danish one got stolen, but I have never driven myself in Malta. What? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I am normally loving driving and everything, but I had friends who had cars. Then I had a German friend and she always re she was already used to driving in the other side of the street. So every time we rented cars, she would just drive. Then I had my license stolen. It took half a year before I got a new one. Then I got a boyfriend with a car. So somehow I'm like, ah, well. Yeah, I managed without it. But I did manage to go back to Denmark uh, and borrow my dad's car and drive in the wrong side of the street in Denmark. 
So oh. you have to watch out when you go back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have thought about that. We still have to to think about it when we cross the street here. Oh, every time, every single Keep time. looking in the wrong direction. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I remember I was taking a trip to, to Paris to see my friends. They were coming from different places. And uh, we were about to cross the street, and this was after maybe living one year in Malta, where they also in the other drive in the other side of the street. Um, and I was uh, just looking to the side in the middle of Paris, a lot of traffic, and I was maybe this close by being hit by a bus because my friend grabbed me and pulled me in, and there was a bus oh, coming yeah. by from the other side. Good to have a friend who has your back. Yeah. yeah, that's that's where it's good to be too. <laughs> Um, guys, now we are just in the last couple of minutes. Uh, now you haven't maybe been out too much uh, in the in the Irish culture and everything, but have you noticed something that is different maybe already from from Denmark? Besides driving in the other side of the street? <laughs> uh, yeah, the people are the people you meet in the street when you take a walk uh, are a lot more polite here. Um, it's actually funny because one of the first days that we went outside of the student accommodation, it was the we, second day. Actually. It was the second yeah. day. Yeah. We um, we were walking, trying to find some, something to eat, and uh, I was standing with my phone, looking at the directions, and and uh, an old gentleman came up to us and was like, "Are you guys lost? Do you need help with anything?" And they're genuinely, genuinely just really nice here, and yeah, definitely. Yeah. So so that that is actually very very nice. So they they're very polite everywhere. Um, of course, they're also rude people, like every other place in the world. But they're mostly very polite people. Oh, that's good. That's an extra factor that makes you feel super welcome. Yeah, exactly. You can you can probably ask anyone, and they will help. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's really good. And have you managed to taste any uh, Irish dish dishes yet? Any Irish food? Uh, no. No, not, no, really not, yet, not but really. we have uh, been looking a little bit on the internet about what they eat here. Uh, I think maybe we're going to eat that when when the restrictions open up. We have been eating a lot of chicken, and the, the chicken in Ireland is amazing. It's yeah. so much better than Denmark. Yeah? All right. I think uh, yeah. in last week we last week we ate chicken for five days straight or something like that. Have you managed to check out the chicks there yet? Are they also nicer than in Denmark? The ladies, the chicks, just to pull off a joke. <laughs> Believe it or not, we haven't seen that many red-haired red-haired people here in um, in Ireland. I mean, it's a stereotype to be red red-haired from. Maybe from they're hiding inside. I don't know. Probably hiding. <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe they're just afraid of Danish people. Yeah. Well, Vikings coming. <laughs> yeah. We've so been now. Last question of the evening from me. Uh, Ireland is known for beers and pops and stuff. I know you can't go to pops and drink yet, but have you tasted any beers or found a favorite drink over there yet? Actually, um, we, we, have, uh, we haven't. But we are talking about it every single day, but we are waiting for the 6th of uh, March. Uh, because We're hoping to get our first yeah. beer on a, on a real pop. Irish pop. Yeah. So we have been talking a lot about, about just buying a beer at the store, but we are waiting till the pubs uh, open so we can taste a real beer. Maybe meet some of the locals. Yeah. Mate, ah, that's amazing, guys. I'm crossing my fingers that the March 6th will come up soon and that it will be open up for you guys. 
Thank do you, you have any last things or any maybe advice or tips for people thinking about going abroad, wondering if they should do it, you know? My best tip would be don't think too much about it. Just do it. It's amazing. Um, it's very nice to try. So don't overthink it. Just just try it. If you don't like it, you can always go go home again. And just yeah, don't think too much about it. Just go. Really. Yeah, that's that's what 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 we did. Um, it turned out nice. <laughs> that's good. And you, Vincent, do you have any pointers to add to that? Uh, I think so. I think he made it pretty clear. <laughs> don't be afraid. That's great. Guys, I don't have any other questions. I'm very happy you wanted to join me tonight. Um, so I hope that can inspire some people or maybe give them ideas. Even if they can't get a job in Ireland, maybe just go and visit. It sounds like yeah, we hope so. Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I just said we hope we hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Have a lovely evening, and I will check in on you in the beginning of March to see if you had your first beer. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. yeah <laughs> looking Thank forward you. to it. <laughs> Bye. 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 Just what? We'll find a place for you.